0: Good morning. Good afternoon, everyone, wherever you are in the world. How about if you let me know where you are in the world? My beautiful invisible friends, or visibly invisible friends. And I say that because more often than not, I can see you. Sometimes I can see your pictures and your faces. But for the most part, I can feel you, but I cannot see you. I can read you, but I cannot see you. Welcome to this Global train It is May the 26th and something really wonderful is happening today. It's a full moon. Can you guys feel it? If you've been feeling a little bit uh, hypersensitive, if you're noticing emotions coming up for you that that feel a little bit out of the ordinary, there's a heightened sense of, uh, yeah, sensibility, then you know what it is, you are 70% water, at least. And the gravitational pull of the water, the gravitational pull of the water, yes, of the moon, over all bodies of water, including your body is having an effect. How do we counteract that actually by working with another electromagnetic force. And that's the electromagnetic force of our hearts, raising our own vibrational frequency, creating in essence, lots of space within ourselves so that these uncomfortable emotions can actually move through us with greater ease. You know, something that I think it's really cool about doing this guided meditation specifically today is that when I conceived these 12 virtues of the heart and then I made a decision to record a guided meditation for each one of them, I decided to release them at the time of the full moon. In fact, if you've listened to the original 12, the original 12 (laughs) sounds like like some kind of a sitcom cast or something. Um, If you listen to the original 12, then you'll notice that I actually talk about the full moon and talk about how um, the gravitational pull uh, and just the position literally of the earth with respect to the sun at this particular time makes it very auspicious to sit down quietly and allow these hidden aspects within ourselves. The moon represents from a um, psychological perspective even mythological perspective, it represents the dark, the mysterious, the occult, and therefore it represents the unconscious. So it is at the time then when we want to then bring the light of the sun, which represents, which is in essence, love, um, warmth, light, compassion, to those aspects of ourselves that are still in the dark in those shadow, shadow areas within ourselves. How are you, Jennifer? Hello, Mariette. Hello, Amal, Loquette, Cindy. Hello, Veronica, Angelia, SA in SA. Um, hello, Mary. Hello, Roger. Hello, Mariette. Hello, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Those of you who are joining us right now, <laughs> hello, Amal. I think I said your name twice, but you deserve it because I just got a beautiful pink heart from you. I've always wondered what that heart that has like the 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 stars and the gift wrap means. Hello, Andre, I miss you. It's been a while. Welcome, Jennifer. Those of you who are making your way in or who are making yourself known right now. Hello, Katherine, you're very welcome. It's my pleasure and it's also one of the ways I serve humanity by creating a space where we can come together. A couple of announcements before we dive in into today's topic and guided meditation, which is heart virtue number seven, love. (laughs) Love. All right. Um, First announcement this coming weekend, May 29th to the 30th, we'll be holding the third opening the heart uh, weekend seminar it starts Saturday at 10 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. There's three sessions over the weekend, and it's an invitation for anybody who wants to come into a sacred, safe space for the purpose of, in essence, opening our hearts to greater love, releasing and letting go of all those emotional blocks, all trauma, all limited beliefs that are keeping us from really keeping our hearts open. The experience has been deeply healing and transformative to anyone who has participated in any of these weekends. Okay, so if you're interested in being part of the experience, I posted a link in the description of this, this live stream, if you're watching this on uh, on YouTube. Um, It is also posted on the community tab, the feed here on on YouTube, as well as through the social media media channels. And of course, is also available over on my website, um, which is gabrielgonzalez.com If you go there to the section where it says upcoming events, you'll find that there. The other thing you'll find there is uh, information about the upcoming three month Heart Warrior training program, which is a small group coaching program. I, I started doing this year. For anybody who wants to learn the foundational practices of uh, heart intelligence, um, heart center meditation, especially somebody who wants to learn how to remain calm and centered in what appears to be a very stressful, chaotic world by learning how to harness the power of your heart's energy, uh, communicate with others from a much more loving, compassionate space, all right? This is what the heart warrior is in essence all about. And we also dive quite deep into what emotional shadows are and how to embrace all those darker aspects of ourselves that we have denied and disowned. And it becomes very easy to recognize and to criticize and attack in other people, but we refuse it to see it within ourselves. That is the essence of what a shadow is. Any aspect of your personality that you have disowned, disconnected from. All right. So again, all of those you can find over on my website, GabrielleGonsalves.com. Let's talk about love. Shall we talk about love, people? You know, who wants to talk about love? Who wants to? Yes. <laughs> Stop talking about love and start feeling love, making love, being love. Interesting, you know, because um, I've noticed as I've aged that my relationship to this word or this concept or this idea to love has changed over the years. And if years has also changed in a way that it's similar to what I'm about to describe, you can consider that a sign that you are spiritually evolving, not devolving. Okay. You know, I remember many, many years ago. Goodness, I think it was probably one of this the first spiritually based books that I've ever read. Scott Peck's "The Road Less Travel." Did any of you guys read that book? Have you guys ever read that book? I have to say that that's probably one of the first personal development books that I read that spoke to my heart directly and and speaks to or about this topic of love. And I remember, even to this day, I remember Scott Peck's definition of what love is. And I remember, and I'm in essence quoting him almost word for word. He says something to the effect of love is the willingness to stretch yourself for the purpose of nurturing yours or another person's spiritual growth. the willingness to extend yourself for the purpose of nurturing yours or somebody else's spiritual growth. So he's talking about willingness. He's talking about um, extending yourself. In other words, going out of your way to do something that obviously is loving and nurturing, and it's going to help the other person grow. Now, funny that he uses the word spiritual growth, because for me, spiritual growth is synonym to becoming more loving. In essence, if your spiritual path, whatever that may be, it's not making you more loving <laughs> then I would invite you, okay, to reconsider, maybe following a different path. If you're becoming more serious, more dogmatic, more critical, then you are definitely on a path that is definitely not leading to love. All right, Once you notice that you're becoming more playful, more joyful, more compassionate, more loving, more kind, you can certainly, um, you can certainly, I think, uh, agree that you are on a spiritual path. Because ultimately, the greatest spiritual masters of, of our humanity, Jesus, Gautama the Buddha, Lord Krishna, and so many other spiritual masters, bodhisattva saints, they have taught in essence how to be loving, how to love your brother, how to extend that proverbial olive branch to your enemy, make peace, forgive. And that is the essence of where the kingdom of heaven lies. That's why Jesus often said that the kingdom of heaven lives within. It's a state of being that we access in essence, once we move into love, salvation, true salvation, I believe, happens the way when we move away from rational mind and this this paradigm of duality, right, wrong, and move into the place of the heart. And that's in the essence of why I do these guided meditations because every time we come together, that's what we're doing. We're moving together individually and collectively into this heart-centered awareness. I want to invite you to consider that love is not a thing to have, to get. That's kind of where I started. And I think that's where the majority of us started. Beginning to think that love is something or someone outside of us that we have to get, that we have to have, right? And if I marry this person, if I have sex with this person, if I own this person, I get them to choose me to be with me. I'll have their love. Okay. So that's the first stage. Okay, experiencing love is something that you must have. Right? I have to get them to love me. (laughs) So as a result of that, love seems to be something outside of yourself that you're constantly chasing that you have to have. It's a tremendous amount of work to get that love. And then when you don't have it, then you get depressed, you get angry, you get jealous and oh my goodness, you're then treading that polarity. Anybody, who, anybody who's experienced love, that form of love, please raise your hand. <laughs> if I had three hands, I would raise all three hands. And yes, Jennifer, you're absolutely right. When love is something that is perceived outside of yourself and you're trying to always gain it, earn it, right? It becomes very painful then when you lose it. Yeah, Marta is agreeing, Cindy. Yeah, Cindy, The Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. Absolutely. I remember reading that book and it's also the book that transformed Nelson Mandela, Madiba's life. In fact, he quoted her uh, right after he came out of prison and that incredible speech he gave in the, uh, the beautiful, in the front of the beautiful library in Cape Town, Capstadt. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you, PJ. PJ is sharing her story. I want to share this because this, for me, this is an essence of what love is. This will represent the next stage. Um, P.J. my 85 year old grandma was experiencing very bad arthritis pains yesterday. And I played the Sagrado Corazon de Maria, the, the Spanish version of the Sacred Heart of Mary healing. And she says it worked beautifully and it helped her so much. You're very welcome. Thank you for this, yeah, th- this feedback, this validation. It's very helpful to me. Um, so the first stage is This sensor, this idea that I have to have love, it's something outside of myself that I have to have. The next stage then, that most of us move through, is the stage of doing things to get love, okay? So, they start, you start hearing things like, this is the loving thing to do. (laughs) You gotta do the right thing, do the loving thing, or do this to get love. And so, you know, I remember what just came to mind was an image when, uh, when my mother, I remember my brother and I had gotten into a fight and my mother was like yelling at us. And she's like, don't be angry at your brother. He's your brother. You're supposed to love him, smile <laughs> and be loving to him. You know, like smile and tell him you forgive him. <laughs> You tell them you love them. And when you're like so when you tell, tell it's a doing thing, right? When you tell somebody I love you, it's like something you do, you tell somebody. So anyway, the majority of us when we are in that stage, we're we're trying to be loving. Right? You're trying to be loving. I know, Brenda, I never understood that either. <laughs> Whatever it is that you're referring to. Love is a very complicated thing, like the song goes. Um So the second stage is then it's about having to do things to either be loving or to look loving or to do the loving thing. And then that stage is in essence. Love is something that you do, that you do. that you make as well you also say, you know, <laughs> with, with 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 regards to sex with an intimate partner, that's something you say, let's make love. <laughs> so it's like, you got to do this thing. And this is what what indicates to you and the world that this is what love is. All right. And that can also, you can spend a whole lot of time just trying to be loving, you know, what I realize is like, began to grow in my awareness of what I believe love is, is that beyond something that you have beyond something that you do or think you have to do or try to do to be loving. Love is primarily an energy. And the way it manifests within us is as this very specific way of being that is nurturing, caring, and supportive. Scott Peck spoke about love being the willingness to extend yourself to do this. So he was still speaking about doing things. One of my master teachers, Dr. David Hawkins, defines love as a way of being that is caring, supportive, and nurturing. Have you ever been in the presence of someone who was showing up like that? You could feel that when they were with you, that's how they were showing up. They were not only present, but they were caring, they were nurturing. What can I do for you? Is there anything that I can do to make you feel better? Um, What do you need? Their intent and the way they showed up was with the intention of being nurturing, being a supportive presence in your life. Have you felt that? I know I have. And more often than not, those people who show up like that don't have to do anything. I mean, if anything, Whatever they do from that space, whether if it's making you some chicken soup, um, telling you a joke, you know, getting you a blanket, um, doing whatever it is, you driving you to the movies, you know, picking up picking you up from the supermarket, buying you something, whatever they do, it's an expression of that way of being. I remember listening to Dr. David Hawkins one time um, in one of his talks, telling people, stop trying to be loving. (laughs) Stop trying to be loving. Uh, And what, in essence, he was trying to tell people is like, it's stop trying to do the things that you think being loving is all about. Love as an energy, as a vibration, is either there or it's not. And most people can feel it when you're going through the motions of love you're pretending to be loving you're trying to be loving oh i'm going to forgive you oh i'm going to do this for you just so that you can see how loving i am how much i love you how much i care for you but when 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 i've done that and i'm pleased i've done this so many times my goodness um when i'm doing what it what love is supposed to do but i'm not really feeling it i'm not really coming from a place of lovingness i think most of us can tell the difference, especially if you are very empathic and you're one of those people who have that level of sensitivity to kind of feel when there's a disconnect between another person's energy versus their action, right? You kind of feel like, hmm, like it sounds like love, like, like, have you heard somebody tell you, I love you, but you don't feel it. That's the essence of what I'm saying. Love you, love you, love you. You know, I kind of have a problem being bilingual with Spanish being my mother tongue. Um, Because in Spanish, we have two words. We have the word amar, which is love. And we have querer, which is to like or to want. And so in the US, there's just one word, one word, right? Like love. And so as you, you say, I love my mother, the way you say I love chocolate or I love uh, Cindy Lauper. <laughs> I don't know why she came into it. Oh, because Cindy Hart. Cindy Hart. That's why Cindy Lauper showed up in my mind. Um, yeah, so it's like, oh, I love I love eating out. I love sushi. And then you're telling your partner, I love you. And so it's like, do you love me like you love sushi, or do you love me like you love what? Right. And so what we are in essence speaking about is what happens when we move through our spiritual practice, through our devotional practices, when we begin to really tap into this inner core within the hearts and we begin to align with this vibration of love, that is the essence of all of life. God is love. God is not a person, God is a presence. I remember as a as a New Thought practitioner, one of the first Prayers, scientific prayers you learn is there's only one life, and that life is God, and God is love, and life is love. So that began to introduce me to the possibility that love was not something to have or to get from another person, love was not something that I needed to do to get, but love was as Hawkins would say, a vibration, an energy out of which arose a way of being that is very nurturing and caring and supportive. My intention with these guided meditations of the 12 virtues of the heart, and specifically with this one, is that we could transcend all of these different definitions we have of what love is supposed to look like and feel like and and, and what we have to do to create love, to have love, to make love, and actually tap into the part of our human anatomy, our heart chakra, our energetic center, the place where the largest electromagnetic field is being generated, which is our hearts, and specifically our spiritual hearts, so that through that connection, we can actually access the source of love itself, and then begin to see ourselves as no longer as disconnected from the source of all of life and the source of love itself. We could begin to actually see ourselves as a channel, as a vehicle for this love, and arrive at what, darn, it took me so long to realize this. That the best, most powerful, and sustainable way to have the love that you want is to be that love, to radiate that love, and to share that love. In essence, Roger, S.A., Ben, Jennifer, Cindy, Geraldine, Marta, I want to repeat some names, Uh, Mariette, PJ, and those of you who are still commenting, Yogesh, hey, Uh, Mary, Irish, you're here with your green heart. In essence, you got to be loved to have love. You want a loving relationship in your life? Well, be loved. Be lovable, be loving towards yourself. As Mary Rinaldi would say, you have to first learn how to love yourself. Stop looking for somebody to love you. (laughs) In fact, the more you chase people, you're my soulmate, love me, love me, like me, the more you will push them away. You have to be loved to have love. From that moment, there is an incredible shift of awareness that begins to happen once you realize, my goodness, this person, he's just another flawed human being with their own imperfections. And they're definitely, <laughs> you know, they're definitely not the source of my love. And if I depend on them, if I make them my source, my goodness, you're in for a roller coaster ride because the other person, just like you, it's just another human being with their own pain, their own traumas, their own limitations. And it's going to have good days. It's going to have bad days. There are going to be days when they're going to be feeling good and optimistic and they're going to be days where they're not going to be feeling loving and caring. And so if you put your, all your eggs on that person and expect them to be your source of love, my goodness, you're setting yourself up for a tremendous amount of pain. So what's the right thing, the spiritual thing to do, the loving thing to do, and here we go back to loving, to doing, right? It's to align and to create a dedicated space, time, so that you can connect with your heart and ultimately through your heart to your own inner source of love. So that from that space, you can then radiate that love to yourself, learn how, how to harness the power of love. Love itself is, beyond be a power it's also an intelligence. So when you begin to access all these different qualities or different aspects of love, love is then what begins to guide your actions, you begin to do loving things, no longer to get anything, but just for the sake of love itself, as Jesus would say, loving for the sake of loving, because it makes you feel good to be loving, Not only that, but it also is because the commitment that you have made to be loving, to forgive others, to keep yourself this vibration, this energy of love. So that from that place, then just your energy field as you walk through the streets is going out everywhere in all directions, bringing loving, caring, nurturing, supportive energy to those around you. So as we move into today's guided meditation, that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to align with our own inner source of love. We're going to claim it. We're going to then radiate this love to ourselves, And then allow it to expand even more to our loved ones. People that we care for. People in our lives that we know are experiencing difficulties, challenges, are in pain. Sick. And then we're going to go beyond them. And we're going to radiate our world our world, yeah, our inner world out to the world. We're gonna radiate our love out to the world. Can we have this common agreement? That's what we're gonna do now as we move now into the more experiential part of our experience. Hello, Deborah. welcome. Yes. Yeah, PJ's saying, when I get low, I tell myself, I am loved, I am love, I am love, yes you have to get love. Sorry, no, you have to be loved to get love. Yeah, you have to be lovable, period. You know, many of us are just so craving to receive other people's love. And yet we don't feel lovable. So we walk around feeling we're lovable. And so in fact, we're only going to, It's another completely different topic for another day, we're only going to be able to love other people in essence, as much as we allow ourselves to, keep, to love ourselves. We're also going to be, we're also going to receive as much love from another person, as much as we allow ourselves to receive from ourselves. So doing this work, opening our hearts to love, which is why I cannot recommend enough the opening the heart uh, weekend seminar that's, that is coming up this, this weekend, opening the heart to greater love, removing or moving beyond those blocks, the self-imposed limitations. Um, will get you to experience the love that you want. Maybe not right away, but over time it will. Thank you, Ben. I appreciate you being here as well. All right, let's begin. So it's heart time on the planet. The invitation now is to now move into heart center awareness. So would you please put both feet on the ground if they're not already on the ground? And I love it if uh, if you find that the background music that I'm playing it's uh, it's too loud. Just make me a comment, and I'll bring the volume down. If the mo- if it's just right, then there's no need to do anything. Okay. I realized listening to the replay of last week that the music, the volume was way too low. All right, let us begin. Ah, right there where you are. Give yourself permission to do a few stretches and let out a few yawns and just kind of go. you have my permission to let it all hang. What we want to is create these conditions within ourselves and feel the same way. We feel when we are in the presence of someone that we love or loves us, we feel safe. As we gently close our eyes, bring a hand over to the center of the chest, the middle. And for the next few moments, we connect, we attune to our hearts by listening to the heartbeat and we and paying attention to the breath as we breathe in and out of the heart. Allow the breath to become nice and deep. Imagining as we could breathe straight into the heart. But then letting the air flow down to the stomach, down to the legs, to the sides, through the arms, through the top, through the head. Breathing nice and even so that the inhale and the exhale are approximately the same length. With every breath I relax Letting go of any unnecessary tension around the head, the neck, and the shoulders. Letting go of tension in the stomach, the pelvic area, in the legs. Relaxing the arms. Imagining that there is a greater presence that is breathing you, it's breathing through you. As you continue to breathe slowly, deeply, and evenly into your heart, think about someone from your past, on your present. It is very good at embodying this energy of love. Somebody that you experience as someone who's very caring, nurturing, Supportive. Compassionate. It's a person that it's easy to be with. You can be yourself. Maybe this person is a divine being. Or maybe it's a puppy, your pet, your cat. But when you're in this presence, you just know ah, oh, this person, this being is so loving, nurturing, caring. I feel good. Just remember that feeling. Notice what that feeling feels like in your body and as you continue to breathe into your heart and evoke this feeling, allow me to speak these words on your behalf. in the name of the Father, the Mother, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And speaking on behalf of the person, breathing into their heart, feeling the vibration of love right now. I call forth the purity from the heart of God to be manifested within our hearts flame of god ignite in each heart loving flame of god expand within radiate thy love all within the heart center Increase, increase, increase the power of your flame. Let there be love in the heart of each person here today. May this love shine in all those places within our hearts that need healing. May the light of the heart of God shine so powerfully within our hearts that it can radiate out to those we love and out to the world, that together we may create the exact same effect as a thousand suns radiating, nurturing, caring, supportive light all through the cosmos may the entire planet's frequency rise as a result of our shared intention may this love go out where it's needed most and may it all be done according to the will of God for the highest good And so it is, and it is so. Amen. now imagine, see, and visualize the spark of love within my heart now, beginning to glow with greater intensity and radiance. Love radiating from the heart out to the thymus gland, down into the stomach, the pancreas, the liver, Love moving down the intestines. Love permeating the kidneys. Love inundating our reproductory organs. Love moving down to our knees and ankles. Love Surrounding all the area around the lungs. The thyroid gland. All the areas around the throat. Love softening the muscles in the face. Love Blazing a gentle smile. Love surrounding every organ, gland in the body. Love unifying the two hemispheres of the brain. Calming the hypothalamus. Love. Nurturing the amygdala. Love, opening the pineal gland as a lotus flower rises up from the mud. Ooh. See yourself immerse in this bubble, this fear of love. Now declare after me, I am love in action in me now. I am love in action in me now. I am love in action in me now. If there's a particular place within your body that is right now experiencing discomfort use this exact same affirmation you can say for example I am love in action in my heart's rhythm I am love in action in my liver I am love in action in my digestion. I am love in action in my immune system. Whatever there may be discomfort, dis ease, just declare it. I am love in action in this area. appreciation for the radiance of this love. As we now get ready to begin to share this world of love all around us with those we love, care for. See, feel and imagine this bubble of love expanding beyond you now and as it begins to include your friends and your family. See your friends and family right there inside this bubble with you. Are you imagining this bubble going down all the way to where they are? Doesn't matter whether they're on the other side of the planet. Love transcends time and space. Travels faster than the speed of light. As you see this love going out to your loved ones, please affirm with me. I am love in action in my family and friends. i am love in action in my family and friends i am love in action in my family and friends Imagine if you will now that this sphere of love begin to expand even beyond beyond your friends and your family. It goes out to more people. It goes out to clients. If you're a teacher, it goes out to your students. If you're in business, it goes out to your customers. It's going out to everyone that you interact with on a daily basis. That is part of your circle of influence. See it go out. And as you see it go out, declare it once more. I am love in action in my clients and all my acquaintances. I am love in action and all my clients, all my acquaintances. I am love in action wherever I go. I am love in action with whoever I interact with. I am love in action in all my relationships. See, feel, and imagine now this sphere of love growing beyond your clients, your students, your acquaintances, all your relationships. And imagine it goes out now to the rest of the planet. Encircling the entire planet, covering every single continent every island in between letting love do what love does loves the energy from the heart of god that nurtures care for and supports all of life i need not tell love how to be loved what to do i just allow myself to be a vehicle, a channel for this love. I'll let it flow through me. Love knows what every person needs. Love knows what every child of God longs for and desires. My job is just to radiate it. To be the light of love. To be love. Let love do what love does. Love heals, love restores, love harmonizes, love nurtures, love cares for. I am love. Love flows from me and love returns to me. The more loving I am, the more love I have. I am love in action in me now. I am love in action in my friends and my family. I am love in action in my clients and my acquaintances. I am love in action in all my relationships. I am the love of God flowing through me, going out to the world. and returning infinitely multiplied i am love in me now i am love And so it is, and it is so. Amen. Now initiate a return back to the full awareness of our physical reality around us as we gently begin to move the body, slowly opening the eyes, giving ourselves permission once again to stretch. And let out a yawn if that feels right with you. <sighs> that this experience is real remembering that in order to have love i must first be love taking away with us a very clear sensory awareness of what love feels like in the body so that we can be love, act from this space, from this feeling, from this vibration. As Marta would say, she said, thank you, Gabriel, for this sweet meditation. Yeah. So in essence, from the sweet space of love, from this beautiful space of love, you're welcome. Angelia says, very powerful. Catherine says, beautiful. All right. I hope you're walking away feeling more connected to your heart, your inner source of love. Also, you're walking away feeling more um, balanced, cared for, harmonized. Hey, Danny. Thank you for being here. You're welcome, Mary Rinaldi. You're welcome, Jennifer. You're welcome, Deborah. All right. So those of you, I recognize a few names that I already noticed. You've signed up for the upcoming Opening the Heart Seminar this weekend. So those of you who signed up, I look forward to spending the weekend with you, supporting you on your healing path. All right. Remember that you can always come back to all these guided meditations and go through the process again. Or if you want to go straight into this process, listen to the 12 heart virtues, guided meditations where you'll get slightly different version of this process. It's been a really wonderful opportunity to be here with you today. So thank you again, for me giving me the opportunity to connect with you and to guide you into the heart of God through your own heart. Until the next time we connect and we meet, I send you all my love from my heart to yours. Bye-bye for now.